Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
All right, welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem's Metal Matinee. You know, it's all about the money shot today, and we all know what that's about. Right there, Wendy L. Williams with Bump and Grind. Uh, you know, I was such a big Plasmatics fan, you know, back in the early days. That's what, like when Wendy was like a give no shit, take no prisoners person. Unbelievable. But when the solo stuff came out, uh, I want to say it was around 80, uh, 84. I think that the first Wendell Williams record came out. She kind of went into bed with Gene Simmons, uh, figuratively, maybe even literally. Who the hell knows? But, uh, you know, most of the Kiss guys that were in the band at that time, Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley, Eric Carr, and, and uh, Vinnie Vincent, all kind of uh, played on that record and contributed songs. But Gene Simmons played bass on that record under some stupid fucking name. I don't remember the name of it. Von Helsing or something. Uh, but it was Gene Simmons. And everything kind of went downhill for her after that, in my opinion, musically. I mean, It's My Life was a big hit, and the video was all over the place and everything. But musically, she just kind of changed. And I really wasn't so crazy about, you know, those albums. Uh, looking back at them now, I kind of like them more now than I did back in the day. But they kind of really weren't my cup of tea back then, you know. She did a couple of movies. And I, I want to say it was like around 87 or maybe 88 or somewhere in the late 80s. She even put out like a rap record uh, called Ultra Flying the Hometown Girls. I mean, like, she was all over the place back then, you know? And it wasn't as many years later that she uh, actually killed herself. So it is what it is. But my good buddy T.C. Tolliver plays on that record, as well as a lot of the earlier Plasmatic albums. Great guy. So there you go. All right. Next up, some carnivore. Spread your legs, because P. Steele is going to seed your eggs.
Anderson giving you that love loaded. I tell you, I wish Pete Wade would somehow get involved with that again. Uh, I think they still have a going with different members. I think the singer is the only uh, guy left in the band uh, from the early days. If even he's still in there, I haven't really followed them in a long time. Uh, pretty good band back in the day. All right, next up, some Motorhead. You know, I kind of feel like a hypocrite because I've been telling everybody, you know, for months, you know, if Motorhead comes to your area or, or tours around you, get out there and go see them because, you know, Lemmy's been sick and he's getting older and it might be the last tour you ever see. And now they're going out on tour. You know, Bed Magic is going to be coming out soon. They're going to be out there promoting the record. And I'm not, I'm not going to go to this show because the only show they're doing in New York is out in Long Island at Jones Beach. It's on a Wednesday night. And you know what? I'm not taking off any more time from work to go to these shows midweek. You know, it's a lot of vacation days wasted. Uh, I'll go see shows. And uh, I got to be honest with you, driving from Staten Island to Long Island on the LIE during rush hour, 5 o'clock at night, they have to suffer through anthrax, open up for Motorhead. Sax is not even on the bill here in New York. And some other band I never heard of before, I think called Crowbar. If that's even the name of them, I don't remember. So it's kind of not worth it for me, even though I would hate to miss seeing Motorhead and Lemmy. It's been a long time since I've caught them live. Tommy actually suggested that we take a road trip to Texas to go visit our friend Pat and uh, go see the show over there with Saxon on the bill. And I think we could probably make it to Texas faster than we can to Long Island, to be honest with you. But if they do come to the area, don't miss Motorhead. I'm hoping that they add another show in, in the New York City area or in New Jersey or do a second go around in the area. Uh, but that's the way it looks right now. But we're going to go back in the time, back to the old days. Here's Motorhead giving you that vibrator.
Anvil off the forged and fire record from 1983, Butterbush Jerky. You know, to, to me, in my opinion, and my opinion, not me shit to anybody really, but me, uh, Forged and Fire, I think, was Anvil's last good record, really good record. Uh, that was back in 1983. Uh, it was, I think it was like four or five years. I think it was around 87 or 88 that Strength of Steel came out. Not a bad record, but a lot changed from 83 to 87 in the world of heavy metal. I mean, between those years, Metallica exploded. I mean, the Slayer became big. All of the I mean, Merciful Fate and Venom were riding high, even though, you know, Merciful Fate were kind of at the end of their lifespan in between that time period anyway. But we didn't know it back then. The whole music scene just changed. And by the time Anvil came out with uh, Strength of Steel in 87, not only was, were bands like Metallica, like, bigger than ever, you know, but hair metal kind of took over at that point in time. And that's what it, what it was all about. And they just kind of lost their place in the system. Uh, and that was kind of it for them, in my opinion. Really didn't hear much about them after that, at least not here in the U.S. I mean, they kept putting out record after record. I mean, after Strength of Steel, I think a year later, it was pound for pound. And then worked the weight and, and plugged in permanently. They were constantly putting out records, but they had become really irrelevant until that film came out in 2009. And they've kind of been riding that crest and that wave of it for the last five or six years. But even now, I think it's starting to diminish because they've just devalued their entire band by constantly playing out. I understand they want to strike while the iron is hot, get out there, make money. But if I tell you Anvil plays in New York three to four times a year, and they're playing at these tiny little clubs on the middle of the week, and there's maybe, you know, 50 or 60 people there most of the time, unless there's other bands on the bill that could draw in more people. It's just overkill. I mean, you can only see them come out and do the same set so many times in a row. And uh, I think they're killing themselves, actually, by doing that. I mean, if you remember back in the days, you know, a band would come out on tour once a year. Unless you were a local band on the up-and-coming and you are doing the club circuit, most of the more established bands came out the area once a year. And that's what you needed, and that's what you liked. You look forward to it even twice a year, but... It's just too much now, you know, too much of a good thing isn't good all the time. All right, let's keep this going right here. How about Wizard with Fuck Your Ass? Take my gun and I 
We started off that little mini set there with Wizard and Fuck Your Ass. I don't know who what brought pissed off Svendiana from a Wizard, man. But uh, if he lived here in America, the Thought Police would have arrested him for the lyrics of that song. I fucked your ass. You suck my dick. I take my gun and I shoot you down. In this country, if you just think about doing something to somebody, they're arresting you these days. So thank God they live in Germany. And after that, you know, you can't do a show called The Money Shot and not feature music by... The exalted pile driver that was unstuck my cock. And naturally, if you're going to play the pile driver, you got to play the granddaddy of all sexually offensive bands in the world. And that's the Mentes. Here you go with In and Out of You. You can smell my butt like a dirty slut. Smell it. You can take my bowl, ram it in your hole, ram it deep inside. The biggest on the block is Friday. Yeah, it's going in and out of you like the dogs do. In and out of you, you can suck my dick like a hard up chick. Suck it. My dick's a great big number. Fuck it like a cucumber. Fuck yeah. Go away, bitch. I'm going in and out of you. Like the dogs do. In and out of you. In and out.
Okay, Overkill, sticking it in head first. You got to love those lyrics over there. I believe that comes off of the Under Influence record from back in the day. All right, we got about uh, 15 minutes or so left in the show. I want to remind everybody this Sunday night, Ross the Boss from Death Dealer, X-Man War, The Dictators. We're going to ask them about what's going on with the Ross the Boss band because they put out two great records. And it looks like everything else that Ross has going on kind of has distracted him from getting back to that. Or maybe not. We'll find out this Sunday night. As well as our good friend Bob Mitchell, Mind Assassin, has some breaking news this week. And his other band, Savior of Angus, we're going to talk to him about all of that and everything else going on in his career. So stick around this Sunday night, 6 o'clock. That's the end of June this this weekend. They can't believe it. Uh, we got a great bunch of guests coming up in July. I'll put them up on the, on the website, the theheadmiddlemayhemradioshow.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook. Give the page a like and uh, you can keep track of what's going on from uh, show to show each week over on the Facebook page. All right, next up, Victim. They're going to keep them coming.
All right, a little music there by uh, Lita Ford's ex-husband, Jim Gillette Nitro. That was a uh, hot weapon, drit weapon, sweat weapon, dipping weapon, something or another. I actually wanted to play Motley Crue, but for some reason the file was coming up corrupted, so we had to jump to plan B. So there you go. All right, we're down to the last 10 minutes. Enough time for one or two more tunes. We're going to wrap it up here today. I want to thank everybody for listening. Like always, I do appreciate it, and I will see you guys Sunday night. I'm going to do these two songs back-to-back. We're going to wrap it up. And uh, since Wasp won't play the song live anymore, I guess it's up to me to take care of that. So here's Fuck Like a Beast, and we'll close things out with a little kiss with Plastic Casta. Take care, everybody. Have a great work week. I'll see you Sunday night.
metal anywhere blogtalkradio.com and heavy metal mayhem Not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.